Hello and welcome to the Roll Together podcast. Thank you for joining us for these podcast versions of our stream shows from Twitch. You can always find our Twitch schedule at twitch.tv forward slash RollTogetherRPG slash schedule. You can also find all of our previous shows on podcast or YouTube by searching Roll Together RPG. These podcasts are sponsored by Phoenix Dice and supported by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms as well as Bearded Ladies. Links to them will be in the description. Please do leave a review and thank you for joining us. Hello everybody and welcome to Doroni's Echo. I'm Michael, he, him, and I'll be your dungeon master. A story of mysteries and shadows. Our brave party embarks on a quest in, and maybe even beyond, the walls of Dreadstone. Will they unravel the arcane enigma that binds them to unseen forces? Every role shapes tonight's tale in a dance of shadows and eldritch whispers. Let's meet the players. Hi, I'm Nat. I use she, her pronouns, as does my character, Dr. Elethnura Dorani. Hi, uh, my name is Tom. I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing Amaris. Amaris Giftig, uh, she, her. Hi, my name's uh, Talia. I use she, her pronouns, and I am playing uh, Zin Moira Lathram. She, they. Hi, I'm Sean, he, him, and I will be playing Zerius Serene Potent Worm, also he, him. Hello. Part three. We've had an interesting first two sessions, but now we're getting into the thick of it, the law. Or, to be fair, after last session, we might be sick of law. But we're going to get more. But we're going to do it in an attempt at efficient manner, which is definitely immediately going to go like off the rails and we're going to get distracted and end up petting a mushroom in a corner or something. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> um, we find ourselves in the library um, with archivist or, well, wizard um, Brandle House. They are a gangly, thin um, loxodon, um, incredibly friendly, intelligent, and maybe a little bit of a mage splainer. Um, but... <laughs> Do you know the weave? The weave's great. <laughs> no, no, no. No insinuations of bad things against my game husband. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm doing a lot of pointing. Um, the Dreadstone Library Vault. Um, has always been called the library vault, although anybody's always been able to be welcomed into, anybody can take and leave, um, bring back books. There's no system on taking them out. Um, but for the first time, Amaryllis, uh, Moira and Zerius, you've seen a different side to the Dreadstone Library. And that was when your Loxodon friend opened up a vault-like um, secret compartment hidden behind the fireplace. Um, they put their hands through, not taking any sort of harm in the slightest, and pulling out some very dusty, clearly rarely accessed books. They placed them on the table um, in the corner next to the door. But just before they 
opened the vault, they did turn, shut and lock the door. The first time you've ever seen the door locked. They kind... Um, they're not particularly hiding it. They look a little uncomfortable, almost like a child that's been caught stealing sweets. Like, it's not quite something they feel okay with the fact that it's been hidden away, but has agreed to do it. Um, who would like to take charge, or there are multiple books and volumes. Um, they look like old parchment diaries, some of them. Some of them look like um, proper bind, leather-bound books, um, and others are just like slivers of paper, handwritten. Um, in fact, everything is handwritten. Um, and not mass mass produced like a lot of the other books that would be in the library. Would it be fair to say, as serious, we're not kind of aiding the troops on the wall, or you know, going out on um, expeditions. Not that he remembers doing that. Um, you know, he's he's generally in the library, like reading up everything he can about the histories and stuff. Would it be fair to say that like he could quite easily access some of the tomes that he's read before and just like you know cross-reference where the discrepancies are incredibly easily yeah absolutely um and on that do you want do you want to give me a your choice i guess mm -hmm. on the history um intelligence uh sorry investigation um can i with advantage. Can I, get, I was going to say the help action, but there, that's fine. Yeah. I still like the idea that he's like, right, I need you to go go over there. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> you may yeah. offer up um, the equivalent of a D4 if you can think of a reason why you'd be able to um, help. As you can't stack advantage, but I would welcome a D4 here. I there. think the D4 is that uh, Amorous instantly falling into intern mode. So Zarius was like, oh, could you go get it? Should be there. And then sort of like hurrying and like sliding along on the wheelie ladder and like scramble, scramble. And Mage Hand getting the stuff. But I think this is something that we might have done before where he would just be like, yeah, you know, come come hang out with me. I'm like, yay, friendship. I'll help you find <laughs> books and make tea and stuff. So yeah, that's, I've gone, I've gone into research assistant mode. Absolutely. Would you like to make your history check at advantage with a cheap absolutely will and i will go history because you know it just it's it feels like a an appropriate time and it's the same modifier anyway bum 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 i definitely needed that advantage because that could have been five plus nine but instead it is 18 plus nine 27. <laughs> research buddies oh plus a d4 you said yeah yeah go on Plus more stuff. Just, just, just if you really feel like you need to. I do. That was a four. Thirty-one. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. With that, um, the world darkens around us as we're going into montage mode at this point. So, you may all, in this time, mark off a long rest as this is going to take you quite a few hours of study. And research, cross-referencing, going out, maybe speaking to people if you wish. Um, but the first couple of things. Let's talk about Dreadstone Wall and its history. Um, for centuries, Dreadstone Wall has stood for middle, 
as a formidable bastion against the tides of darkness that once threatened to consume the surrounding lands. Its origins trace back to a time when a mysterious plague, um, which you definitely can reference to medical records and things like that, that swept through the land outside of the cavern, leaving to a devastation, devastation in its wake. When you cross-reference the mysterious plague, you find medical records of a one serious, serene, potent worm contracting the plague and becoming very sick and was cured by Zerius's own clever concoctions. Oh. Do you think I've got a doppelganger? We, could, we have, like, a chalkboard <laughs> that we can yeah. add. <laughs> and so you just add in serious cure plague. Yeah, oh, you're, sort of, um, yeah. you're taking pages, pinning them up, <laughs> yeah. string. Um, as a medical doctor, I'm going through all of that and just kind of going, there is no such thing as per- patient confidentiality at the moment. And I'm just going, <laughs> here are things that are important. The door's locked. It's fine. Hmm. Um... Other things that track this has been um, persisting for centuries, many, many, many years, claiming the lives of countless inhabitants of the fortress. Um, and it does say that they used to turn them into the undead. But you know that that no longer happens. It there is an inference with the 27 and you reference a key that talks about um, a gemstone. Now you know where the gemstone is as you've seen it before. It's in the Arcanum, a very, very large, incredibly powerful one. Now a lot of the references seem to reference the gemstone as a new beginning or a upgrade in the fight against the undead it seems to be connected almost in a way that says that was a game changer for the battles that were had here now this is something that you've read many a time in fact potentially even depending on who has read it before one of your favorite parts and where it talks about in this bleak, bleak period before the fortress um of a group of courageous adventurers um, drawn by tales of the plague's origin, um, classic. Uh, you hear, you know the the inside jokes with the guards when you walk into a new city, and they're like, "Oh, but they're off to the tavern." Um, you know how it goes. But these adventurers heard of this rumor and came and ventured into the heart of the dreadstone caverns. They hoped and seemed that they could destroy this um after quite an epic tale they rallied a group of allies and themselves and went deep into the coven's um the battle was fierce the magic <clears throat> clashing against these dark forces and many many verses poems and stories i mean this is referenced all over the place but the first thing you notice when you take these new documents is for the first time they are named now uh, i can give you the names please do um onam um who was a azamar uh he him elowen 
who was an elf, um, high elf, um, archfey, sorceress. She, her. Calum Bane, a shadow monk tiefling. They, them. And Ari Shine, a human life cleric. So the last one again, please. Ari Shine, A R I Shine. And Arishai's pronouns, because he was... Uh, she, her. And what did Onam do again? <laughs> I got Onam, he, Asima. <laughs> oh, uh, what he, Asima? A celestial warlock. warlock. Okay, so Job was literally being an Asima. <laughs> <laughs> Just fly around and be pretty and heal a bit. <laughs> I write um, under the board, not us. <laughs> well, it's, it's good just to check, you know, to make sure it isn't like we're two hundred years old and forgot everything. <laughs> Anything's possible. <laughs> with 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 your thirty-one, the main piece of information is the fact that they were never referenced in the accessible books, and this is the first time you've ever read their names. And you imagine this is the first time anybody, bar maybe Randall House, and from previous discussions, potentially Odendro. And um, so I've never read their names um, it, like linked to the plague, but do their names like do I do I recall their names from reading anything else? Because like, you know, I really, used to work. That's in a really interesting question. Do you want to make a history check, just a straight one? I will um, caveat that like nothing really north of the twenty is going to get you much. Well, that history check that Moira and really can make as well, or, or even Nora? and and Nora, yeah. yeah, yeah. This is just thinking back to the names. I mean, this these these people are from centuries ago, so how does a twenty four do? A twenty four, twenty three. Not likely to do it. Fifteen. <laughs> I am happy to give advantage rather than roll myself on the basis of. Being old. <laughs> we've, I mean, we've met the cap. Now, you don't know much of them, but their names are certainly prominent in old stories. Mm -hmm. um, they probably, you know, they would have um, been involved in maybe a large adventure in um, involving the saving of a city or a town and stuff like that it's nothing nothing like specifics but the fact that you know of them and then logically past that knowing that you don't know whatever happened to those people um that's sort of the, the, the main thing of like oh yeah no they were definitely like famous heroes and adventurers of that time and they just disappeared which again isn't hugely uncommon with adventurers they go and get themselves in trouble and just disappear regularly so it probably was never really questioned that much but now you, yeah. you're seeing exactly where they must have ended and the fact that now it's a secret that it's not just something that people aren't looking into these names have been hidden they've been from... hidden yeah, yeah that was my follow-up question yeah. why were their names hidden Randall House <laughs> Randall! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> oh dear! Um, in fact, I have, have follow-up questions to the other stuff you've mentioned as well. Um, but I can I can wait my turn. If you want to carry on. Um, the other thing that you did know is they did 
die. They never succeeded. When they went deep. Were their bodies seen? Yeah, or did they did just never know? come back? Um, the text says the surviving, very specifically, the surviving allies wise enough to recognize the futility of following the heroes into the abyss chose a different path. They erected a formidable fortress at the entrance to the caverns, cutting off the relentless horde of undead and ensuring the safety of the land beyond. Follow up. Who are these people? Well, the ones writing it, so... Yeah, but who... I know... I have a... I want to know, though, who are the ones who are... who said it and then said... Because sometimes you... there's truth in what gets reported. Hmm. Then sometimes it's... we make up a story to make ourselves feel good. We don't know if they... these surviving heroes... Hmm knew anything but we just need a justification for why we are doing this thing now so you're thinking it's not the people who survived it's the people writing it who are just like and then they decided to change then go a different route. yeah they don't yeah. they they don't necessarily need to be the same people so who yeah. are these people and kind of how history is written by the winners kind of situation yeah like they what have they omitted this is what they've chosen to write down and they've chosen to write two different versions the folly of their actions, or did you abandon them? The folly of their actions, or did everyone die? And then left behind, you've kind of just justified. Okay. How long ago was this? Because is there someone we could go yell at and go, <laughs> you knew! Um, so two, two pieces of information that will help inform you. Marshals are only allowed to command for 20 years, um, and then they're expected to step down. So a danger is due to step down. Gasp. Really? You're stepping up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh, crumbs. <laughs> it turns into, click, you know, I don't want this. I, I don't want this. You're like, congratulations, here's your hat. Oh. I, I, I think you missed the, the inference I had there. It's not yeah. like it's a good thing that she's stepping yeah. down. Maybe Adendra's time is up and that's why shit is happening now. Yeah. Is there a reason that Adendra wants to stay? Oh. Oh. She, oh no. <laughs> you're trying to like Look, invoke Mike... some sort of ancient law to get an ex an extra term or something. The I don't know. Mike yeah. gave me a love interest and I don't trust her. <laughs> <laughs> Nat, just shut up and get your kisses. You're like, this is fine. <laughs> to be fair, you don't remember this, do you? <laughs> oh, the well, I, I, I don't remember I, I don't remember being mad at her. That's that's the problem. <laughs> We'll go into that later as well. Actually, yeah. I, what, you, what you said before, Mike, um, can, I, can we just clarify, um, rather than following them into the abyss, the abyss is not capitalised here, right? We're not talking no. about... No. It's, it's an inference of the cavern. Yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah. Florid prose. Yeah. The bane of all, of all history. <laughs> What do you mean he was a giant? Was he just very tall? Was he actually a giant? Was he actually a giant? Tell me in plain terms. Give me numbers. So we, we can't inference, like, why these names have been specifically hidden, then? As of this moment, no, it does not seem obvious in okay. the fact. E even, like, prodding Randall about it. Randall doesn't 
Randall has read the text, and this is um, with between between the thirty one and Randall House. Like, there's no, no like. I mean, you can you can you're welcome to roll, but I'll give it to you for free um, as an insight. Randall House is on your side. They want to help you. They're helping you put things together. Um, it's almost like a relief to them that this is out and you can see it. Um, they certainly are not interested in continuing this charade of secrecy. Um, okay. And they will point you towards a piece of text written by Onam. Oh, my laptop just went... As we watch the paper ignite. (laughs) Oh, there goes that plot. Yeah. (laughs) Random House is like, just get in, frozen. (laughs) (laughs) Just retrieve it from the fire. We know it's fake now. (laughs) Just throws fire at us. You're like, no, the books. Random House, out. Please don't. (laughs) Just that's Please, no. (laughs) It's just Talia in the corner. (laughs) He just left the pub. Just like going, throw fire. <laughs> Tell him to put the axe back on. Come in. <laughs> no lock can hold me. The letter written by Onam reads of a shadow-like creature, um, solid yet not. Um, it coalesces around the caverns that it's made its home. Huge, towering, but constantly changing not to an extent of um from small to large maybe from gargantuan to large to large to gargantuan um and the description um constantly sort of changes as they're clearly watching this creature change the most clear part of this sort of script um, is we must defeat it or bind it. How did that get out? I assume someone took, one of the survivors took back the notebook, but it's a good question. Perhaps, sir. Well, they, they mentioned they take, took a different path, so perhaps the heroes ventured further into the shadow, while the, uh, the author and the allies that they mentioned, these unnamed allies, uh, took back the stories, I guess. You, you might decide to give your notebooks to the people going back to camp, and, you know, maybe, maybe the survivors were going to get reinforcements, but then never got the chance, like some sort of explorers or... Mm. And then I add, could all be lies on the one, you know, it's like, hey, if we're, if we're doubting everything, you know, but... I mean, the way that they talk about these heroes, you know, the follies of their actions, it's not like the, you know, if you if I'm giving my important notebooks about the enemy to, if I wanted, I'd send it to someone who believed in what I was doing, but had to leave for the benefit of others, not because they thought it was stupid. There does seem to be a certain amount of bias in their uh, in their text, doesn't it? It's not written in the most neutral uh, voice, is it? 
But it does exist. It's not like it was then... Well, we've only got scraps. It wasn't like it was all thrown in the fire when they were like, no one needs to know. It's, someone's, someone's thought this was worth keeping secret, but keeping all the same. And to be honest, at least it's here, not like in Candlekeep or something. Hmm. You suppose that the... Uh... We've been going off of the assumption that the same people have written down the, the actual history and then decided upon an uh, abridged version. Do, do we suppose that actually someone's come along a, a time afterwards and perhaps determined that, no, people don't need to know the full amount. Let's let's give them this, uh, this story tale, this, you know, this I mean, nursery rhyme. It would make sense. I mean, the most knowledgeable were there were some heroes. They went and they didn't come back rather than actually needing all the... I think, as the Doctor pointed out, that, you know, the fact that this is secret, that, you know, what's the danger in knowing the names of these heroes? Do have power, I suppose. Power of names, yeah. Is, um, I mean, she's going to ask, um, ask Randall about... Um, well, okay, things I want to know. Now that we, we know that, on, on my to-do list of things that I would like to try and find out, um, e okay, so the, the obvious, like, we must defeat or bind it. Is there anything about defeating or binding a creature like this? But also, um, is there a marked difference in the presence of the undead before the heroes disappeared forever to up until recently basically i'm trying to figure out if they describe this shadowy creature if that's umbravore if that's the thing i brought back with me is the inference there that the original heroes bound it sent it away but died in the process and i've brought it back that's what i'm trying to confirm okay <laughs> but also there's clearly still an undead thing going on in the interim anyway yeah. So, do you want to make? So, I'm assuming you're doing this from like almost like a clinical trial attitude of like placing things, comparing, very like, um, to the point. No, no inference until all, all evidence is in front of you, and then you follow the obvious lines. Um, and do you want to make me a <clears throat> investigation check? Or yep. history, but then the hard bit, as those lines are not obvious, maybe to your frustration, the lines aren't obvious, and then I'll need an insight check to see if you can infer how well you'd okay. infer the information. Okay. Can, can some of us give help again? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh. great. <laughs> um, I feel, my, only, I feel... my only condition yeah. to the help is how you help, so you just need to tell me how you achieved that. Well, for theory crafting, I'm like throwing ideas out and bouncing. And if Amaryllis has got the board there, yeah, we'll be like um, picking stuff up and putting it down. I, I, I think that all of us, if it's all helping, is that again, I'm making notes. Zarius is like, right, maybe look in that tome. Zemoria is also, so we're all kind of like. <laughs> I also, one of the things I wanted to do is basically looking at this description and also the movements of the undead, everything that I know through my training and how that moves and how that kind of ties in with being able to if you know if Nora starts going off in a path which I know doesn't match up with like reality being able to direct her into know that that's actually this thing and I know how that works so you need to be thinking about different lines and kind of just directing her that way 
So you are riding on a 31, so don't forget that as well. Like, the actual, the base has been achieved. These are now, like, the bonuses Extra to that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, we, we know that, like, the fundamentals, but now we need to know what we need to do when we get down there. It's yeah. the scientific nature of, like, yeah, you know. Um, so I'm rolling with advantage. I get a d4 Absolutely. from my um, detection elf anyway. Were you saying before, Mike, that multiple instances of help could give an extra d4? Um... Yeah, you can have a... <laughs> Gotta ask. Yeah, why not? I feel like at this point... You're going to get it either way, so I'm not really losing anything by giving you this. As we all attempt to be cute as, as buttons. Like, <laughs> no, might, you might, give us, might give us, but we'll most likely take away a flake. I don't, no. I can't, I can't, I can't show you my, uh, my tray. Uh, so I rolled a, a 16 and a natural 20. Beautiful. Uh, so that's uh, for Should've a 29 <laughs> plus 7 across the 2d4. Jesus. <laughs> that's a 36. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I definitely should have seen that coming. Mm -hmm. um, Wizard's gonna whiz. Would you like to roll? So the the information now is clear as day. Would you like to make the insight check? Yes. With advantage again. Great. Uh, I still also get my d4 because it is um, insight and investigation. I get absolutely. What? Uh, <laughs> I rolled a nineteen and another that twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I've rolled in a concentrated time period ever. Uh, so hours of the montage. So for yes. insight, that will be uh, a mere twenty-five total. Mere twenty-five. <laughs> so how do we cope? So you're pleasantly surprised to realise that you're you're like on the right path already with all these rolls. Um, now remind me of the questions. As I've got additional information now to give you for those roles, but I want to remember okay. what I'm pairing off with that as well from your specific questions. Am I right in thinking because uh, Onam described this shadowy creature, um, his description matches the eldritch portal creature that I brought through? Uh, and am I right in inferring that because of that, the heroes must have bound it and sent it elsewhere and I have brought it back through? Okay. So... Yes, but no. You're 99% sure that the power from the portal is what has brought it back in some form. It was already here. Okay. Nothing so travelled with you. It's taking the power that you brought. Right, okay, because I because it was so much power to, to rip open the, the portal that sort of it was already there and it kind of smelt the good food and came up exactly that okay um, so the assumption is yeah. that it was bound somewhere and this power has given it a second chance cool so they have bound it before though and which is why so it has been quiet up until the portal opened and now it's resurfaced great uh and then the next thing i was specifically looking for was like great if he mentions we've got to bind it and it's clearly been banned how do they do it what was their plan what do there do? is nothing great <laughs> i draw a big Love question mark. absolutely nothing now the extra little pieces of snippets of information there is a strong inference of fear in the writers and a strong expectation that nobody should go back down 
deep into the caverns ever again. The way it's worded seems to be very intentional. We decided the smartest move, the safest move, what we should do is pull back and create a fortress, never go back down there again, back away. And it's all the, all the words in the text, and you go through all of the songs and the stories and the poems, anything like that, of visiting bards, people that have left these... Um, every single thing is always of the fortress is good, the caverns are bad. And when you put it all on the board together, it is so in-your-face obvious that if you compare it to the actual stories and then you connect the name of leaving the names out, why would you leave the names out of such prominent heroic people? Humanoids of such great feats because other powerful heroes and adventurers would come after them. And that's the last thing they wanted. So it's important to the binding that no one goes near it because it draws off things that are nearby but the portal's power was so great that it didn't have to be close it was close enough because it was more powerful or clever smart smart and brave so we need to what send scared idiots down there instead well I don't think uh, I don't think we're going to be fi finding any more scared idiots than uh, before in this room it sounds like we're going to need some first hand experience do you think I think so uh, this, this ever flowing font Randall let's move on to that when uh, can we clarify? Sorry, uh, did we clarify? You mentioned before that it was found. It was a game changer. When, in the timeline, was it found? Could you remind me? That's vague. It's very vague. You see a couple of texts that say a couple of years in. You see others that after a monumental battle, it was brought to um, help fortify. Um, and then others. It's, it's very vague. Frustratingly vague, especially for a scientist. Mm. And um, I'm assuming that, that any information about the ever-flowing font is, like, it just how it works, what kind of energy it is, that's all vague as well? Um, I will give you what um, Randall House would know of it, if you bear with me, Van Moment. <laughs> also, while you're looking, remind me, I know we saw it before, how big is it? Ah, uh, it's big, like, um, like a huge geode, <laughs> and it gave off like even without a detect magic or anything. When you were in that room, it gave all of you like a oh, that thing's dangerous, um, <laughs> and a vibe. Um, Too big to be portable and take down uh, yes. there. Uh, the ancient crystal is known as the ever flowing font, um, which channels ambient magic energies to sustain the wall's protective enchantments and outer wall wards. So once they're cast, they are maintained in, um, continuously after, so mages basically don't need to concentrate on things after they are placed. Um, it's a very clever replacement. Um, and for something to hold that sort of individual magical control plus fortification, it's got multiple uses, um, 
none of you need to roll. That's an incredibly powerful artifact to have you multiple purposes. Again, it is a good question. Where does it come from? You know, to have something so powerful. It's an artifact, yeah. artifact level thing that's in a fortress in the middle of nowhere. But the creatures, the the zombies affected by the creature could break through. Yes. So, Umbravor knows how to yeah. to work against it. If, I was thinking if the heroes went and tried to bind this creature and they sent back their notes maybe it's something that they did I mean it doesn't really help the thing but just romanticizing these people but no if they're being romanticized then they would celebrate the arrival of this gem all hail the great heroes who prevented us from being murdered and also sent us this great protective ward Rather than those idiots who took the stupid path and did the stupid thing. If it was like one of the first marshals, you'd think it would be good for their narrative to say and one of our first marshals found this artifact, but even that's mysterious. I mean, it's also worth noting that things haven't been good in 200 years. Like, we have to assume Umbravor is going to make things worse, but it's not like it was sealed away, the dead then lay dormant for 200 years. There's something... Is this a lesser version of Umbravor, or is there something else which is summoning the dead, you know? Also, where are they coming from? There's only so many corpses. Once you've sealed the wall, and people are not going down into the cave, where are the extra corpses coming from? Uh, question, on a practical note, are there any, is there anything in these notes about a map? Of the caverns? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> Make it's us funny. a map, Mike. Randall House um, turns and looks at Zarius and goes, uh, you were the last ones that went. Uh, did you bring it back with you? Uh, I'm afraid you're going to help, have to help me out there, dear friend, because uh, I cannot remember ever setting foot in that cavern. Massive another memories. another piece of the puzzle. Why is it... So it's... The reason that we have to avoid being in there because it feeds off the the smart and the brave. So it, maybe it's feeding off us in the form of memories. If we go down there, we might lose ourselves entirely. And if we don't, it might take even more. Or maybe we've already tried. We've forgotten. I mean, no, no, nobody else has been down into the uh, caverns since. Uh, our good fellow Zerius and co returned. How do you know that? Uh, and then uh, they go <laughs> over and they take out um, expedition reports of delving into lower, lower um, sectionals. Well, I didn't think this was uh, relevant because, I mean, they only went into the next um, con or two of the caverns. I think that's the deepest anybody's gone in the last gosh 40 years um and it's this simple report of um undead appearing from the shadows um attacking um a incident report of um two dead three injured um it sounds pretty nasty it sounds like they got trapped and then 
um, without the protection of the wall, got infected. Um, pretty cut and dry. Um, so obviously, um, Zerius got ill at the end of this expedition, but would he have been well enough or had the presence of mind to like make notes like to to chart it like he doesn't remember it but he's also the sort of person that would like chronicle things but i'm just wondering whether he would have had that um that that kind of capacity when he was what sort of notes would you carry yourself would you have diary notebooks uh you know something a little less vague Mm. notes or the equivalent (laughs) all right so Zerius is proficient with cartographer's tools and navigator's tools. So I think he would 100% have known where he was going, been charting where he went as he went. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I don't think it would be kind of sci-fi, oh, beep, 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 it's in my, my suit. I think it would be a physical notebook somewhere, but maybe just... You, you hold your hand up and then you run out the door. I no, tried to run out the dots. You want to do that again? So that I can have, a, have a good exit. Run out <laughs> your quarters and you go for it and find your map bin. Um, just sort of like a nice long tube that you keep all of you. And you go through and you open them, throw them to the floor, look at another one, throw it to the floor, look it to another one. And then I you... wait until I find one I don't remember. And then you find it. You find a simple sketch. Um, not finished to your flourish, not finished mm. to any detail of a couple of um, sort of system caverns that lead from the main. Now, there is this main sort of tunnel that takes you sort of deeper, and then there are like smaller offshoots, um, cracks in the walls. That, and that was what you, from what you can ascertain from this map we're investigating any that you could even slightly see from the scout tower which is at the very 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 edge of what's deemed as operational area as far as the world's concerned you were checking to see what's in and you can see on the map you've got like crosses on areas that you've clearly been to and then it ends quite abruptly um yeah i'll I'll run back to the uh, to the to the library and spread it out on the table. All right, I'm afraid I have no recollection of this at all. However, I'm fairly certain, given what we've read in the uh, the texts, that if mine is the worst case of the plague in the you know the the last few years, well, clearly I was onto something. So. We need to follow my maps and go deeper. It's a good start. Uh, probably wouldn't have changed that much, you know, especially if people aren't going down there. Okay, okay, yeah. No, a... I assume we are throwing ourselves into the abyss. That's the plan, right? I'm game. Yeah. I mean, I'm really much more of a theoretical scientist than an adventurer but I did bring this upon you all I, I don't think you can blame yourself for that you know you 
I mean, did you choose to come here? Or was it just coincidence? Because if it's coincidence, then it's not coincidence and there's some greater hand working here. I I was brought here because this is where Odendra is. <laughs> Nods. Not fully quite getting it, but just like, okay, okay. Nods getting it. <laughs> <laughs> Nods, but doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> Red House was like, I also understand what's happening. <laughs> okay. So... We don't we don't know how they they bound this creature. I mean, we could probably just do general research into binding <laughs> pauses gods, I assume, demons. I'm going to go talk to Selene and Barry, see what they know. No. I mean, no also... offense serious, but people who specialize in God. None taken. I have. I haven't got the foggiest how one binds a shadow demon. I mean, the more protection we have from the undead as well, the better, really. You know. I mean, then, Moira, before you go, do you? I don't suppose you have any trinkets or items that belonged to Arcana. I can have a look. I've got. I know it sounds like a bold out-of-the-way question, but bear with me. Sorry, point of order. Was Arcana one of your memories? No. So, Lucky. <laughs> I mean, not Arcana specifically, but Tessalin insists, uh, she's a bee princess, it's complicated, but insisted that we all have, like, friendship tokens before we all went off in different things. Oh, that's cute. It's very cute. They've got this one's mine, but it's got like a bead from Arcana. Like one of her... This is... Uh, I, I appreciate the sentimentality. What I'm actually after here is something that she brought here from her plane. Oh, did she bring the bead? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the the the... the, the came from her penguin okay i need you to be a hundred percent sure of this yes penguin is that to the board um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah there is there is no querying on nora's face when she mentioned uh, when uh, zimori mentions penguins she's like yeah. yeah the penguin obviously um this this is probably not in your plan at all mike i'm just following nora's logical like like she is she has built the Nexomancer before. She has built a, an object that rips open portals that went to Corazon, but you need something from that plane to focus it. So I'm totally fine with that being a, a B-plot that we don't get to, but I just wanted to have that there as a potential option. <laughs> I'm just thinking if, if I could send it through to where I came from, then well, the positive eldritch powers of Ragnora might entirely consume the negative eldritch powers of Umbravor. And we don't have to bind it here at all. Maybe it'll cease to be a problem. 
But will we then have a plane of positive energy and a massive monster to deal with? If this thing's like the mushrooms, if it's building off, you know, Umbravor hooks on and starts controlling it, mutates, and... I mean, you've been able to seal it, but we've established that this thing can get out of whatever binds it, so... It's not a no! (laughs) It's just a... It's powerful, powerful magics. But Umbravor against Ragnora, they'd be monstering it out against each other. I mean, that that plane of existence is almost entirely destroyed anyway. There's barely anyone left alive there. I mean, to seal it in a dying world then might not be a bad idea if it's trapped there for all eternity. Would you need it now, or...? I think if we have no other plans to go on, it would be useful to get some get a head start on the work. I'd rather get down there and see if we can figure out how the original group bound it first. Let me know if there's any specialist equipment or items that uh, it might be a struggle to find. Uh, as long yes, as the I would object... appreciate raiding your mm. lab. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, I... It's going to be teamwork rather than, you know, scavenging. Well, I have a certain certain power to create things. You just give me an hour and I can generally produce something if it's, if necessary. Now, I'm going to, you've got, I mean, this research session between comparing, stopping, I'll have said this probably with the roles, I have to be generous, you know, with two 30 pluses. I can't really, or very close to 30. Give us what we're missing, Mike. Yeah. (laughs) You've ascertained and you've put together all the things and with all these roles and the information I've given you, you figured out, you know where you need to go find the rest of the information. You found everything you need to find. You know where the rest is. Um, But you've only been at it four to five hours, so I'll give you a good three hours of time to prepare. Um, You've seen the places that are on the map. Um, You've met a couple of people. Some of you already know other people that you could go to speak to if you'd like specific equipment, items, um, advice. Um, If you're wishing to go speak to Adendra at any point or um, the other marshal, um, the unimportant one. The unimportant Full one. Grim. The non-magic one. Full grim. The one who tried to throw me over the wall. Yeah. <laughs> the asshole. Yeah. Incredibly stoic, disciplined, um, martial. Um, you, you're welcome to, but I'd invite you to wait to the very end of all your preparation to, um, because we all our RP, um, Speaking to Adendra, I feel like she deserves that. Um, but anybody else you wish to, well, we can do quick fire, what you want from them, what they can offer, and then go to the next. Um, uh, Nora, I guess we'll start with you. Um, I think that there's nothing else on my to-do list, so I uh, probably would go to speak to Adendra later. Um but also, um, I, I guess just sort of insert here montage of, of Nora sort of 
trying to scratch down what she remembers of the Nexomancer and, and the way it worked as a backup plan. Um, and sharing that with Zerius. Please don't ask me to tell you how it works. It's magical science. Um, but uh, but also will through that time be kind of looking at her cuff that she has on her wrist and, and looking at it quite a lot and looking in confusion. Um, you probably get the sense that this is another thing that she's lost her memory about, about how and why she has it. Well, not why, but like why it is important. And in fact, she probably would, she probably would go to, once the sort of the main thrust of the research has been done here, she probably would go to Theodendra then before the long rest period was up. Like, she wouldn't go just like five minutes before. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're off in ten. Eight to black. There is. You've got three hours. What would you like to do? I mean, so, so what I was getting at is, uh, my couple of levels of forge cleric give me uh, artisan's blessing, uh, so I can um, uh, craft something. So I, yeah, similar to, to Nat, I don't know what shape this, you know, might take, but whatever the next answer may need that we might be missing, like I can craft it over an hour. Um, so yeah, just just kind of working with Nora to make this magical MacGuffin, um, and then and, and you know going to the lab, like raiding anything that that she might need. Um, and then probably also following to Adendra because he doesn't have the kind of social wherewithal to realize why, or <laughs> that might be awkward. Um, you, you know, you probably have to stand at the door for a bit and just be like, I'm, I'm going in. So, yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then just goes to the pub. Mm -hmm. Amaryllis. I think Amaris spends a bit of time looking at the font, you know, just sort of like getting getting the vibe. And actually, it's, it's, it's Fally is there, going, do you do you know? So like, with, with, I'm not going to give her all the information. It's like we're, we're looking we're looking into. Do you know any more about this? It just seems to have turned up one day. Is it any ideas? Uh, not well. I've been here. Do you, do, you um, mind, do you mind me asking how long you've been here? Oh, only three years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> three years. <laughs> um, the information that she could give you really is um, it's hooked. It's hooked up. The actual, like, um, almost like um, altar pedestal mm. that it sits on is like a link. Um, it's of a different architecture that's similar to the actual wall um, that it sits on. Um, and basically, as far as she knows, I mean, she's detected magic and it blew her head off pretty much of like the power that it gives off um, in more magical terms, I imagine. But maybe not, it is fire. Um, and yeah, it stays there. It, it has to stay there. It's also super heavy to like really difficult to steal hence why it's kind of just out in the open well it's, in the open it's in the arcanum but it's still not like under lock and key or in a dungeon where 
if you've ever seen anything like this before, you, you know, you'd imagine it would be at the very bottom of a very, very trapped, very safe dungeon. Have you ever tried touching it? Uh, that you, yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, because <laughs> don't try. If you try and if you try and link with it, um, her warning was at her level of um, apprentice and understanding magical, it would fry her. At her level, but you're a higher level, Amaryllis. Do it. Your book says. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> That was a quote directly from Odendra. Oh, Odendra said don't. Okay. okay. <laughs> As, again, like, and then you're like, Odendra said that, and then we cut, like, it's almost like the dark filter just, and, and we just pulls her hand back. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> sure. <Touch the laughs> like, folks, my hair's also got incredibly messy at this point. Where I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, power. Uh, no, even like, and we're just like, fix her hair. Yeah, okay, no, don't don't touch the magical rock. Um I slightly lean in and I'm like, um I don't you probably can't hear me, but we're we're gonna try and fix things. Uh, I mean any advice you do have that isn't gonna blow my head up would be appreciated. Sad thumbs up. Is this to the gemstone or your book? <laughs> to the gemstone. <laughs> it could be anything in there, you know. It could Fair be enough. Yeah, no. You know we know that things are sealed. So she's vaguely like, maybe it's a sealed you know, celestial or God or any, you know, if this is just turned up, you know. Valid logic. Yeah. But while Amaryllis whispers at um, gemstones, <laughs> Moira. So, I mean, the first thing I want to do is after that last conversation with Nora, I'm going to go and hold that friendship bracelet in my hands and just kind of hold it to myself a little, yeah. This is the thing from, the, like, the only people who've really loved me, you know, the people who I've made friends with when I came back from my cloister on, you know, on a mission to work out what was going home. The only people who were there for me, friends with me, we came from different places, and we're all in different places. But until I got here, I have not really had anyone in my life that I can remember. And then I'm going to gently take off Arcana's penguin token and give it to Nora. I think seeing you um, be so protective over it, um, she'll curl your hand around it and say, hold on to it for the moment. The next answer will be a last resort. I'll ask you for it if and when I need it. And to be clear, actually, this thing is quite big and we're probably going to need the ever-flowing font for it. So it's a last resort in the sense that we've got to drag the thing, Umbravor, out here to it to make it work. So mm. hold on to it. I just spent all that time sucking myself up for it, too. Sorry, I should have been clearer before, but uh, I, I'm, I'm touched to see that you have such strong bonds. Oh, yeah. When they're the only ones, they kind of feel a lot. So, bye. <laughs> and I want to go off and find, yeah, 
my other only friends are Celine variant. Make sure that they. I know we said we're going to try and keep things on a down low, but as the other official adults of the portrait. <laughs> also, I love how none of us like have the charisma to back up knowing how to end a conversation. I'm just going to talk to a rock for a bit, so you, you do you, yeah. We established this on the <laughs> on the chat before we started. Amaryllis and Zimoira are the most charismatic characters <laughs> in the campaign. Yeah. Where's Chris? Did somebody say charisma saving for us? No, no. <laughs> Please, no. No strength, either. <laughs> Charming. I just... We just don't know what to do with it. We have no himbos here. <laughs> Put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> Where are all the hippos? <laughs> hippos of an no. Moira, do you have any bits you want to tick off your list? Uh, things I want to do. Any just combined <clears throat> cleric-y paladin knowledge on how to take down big bad shadow guys, whether it's something that they've done, something that, you know, their teachers and various orders have done something that might be in books somewhere. Anything that they could s spare, anything that does extra radiant damage or like a instant, like holy, instant like thing I can turn things into holy water so I don't have to prep it too much. And like, or if there's multiple, then I can give it to other people so they can make their own bombs. Anything that's useful. And also, I want to warn them if there's this thing there that wants to eat the powers of the powerful and smart. And we are going down there and also losing our memories. Best case scenario is we all die. Worst case scenario is we forget what side we're on and we come back leading the monsters. The entire plot. <laughs> just like, so this is what's happening. <laughs> so I need them as the people I have des designated as most likely to survive undead hordes. So you go, I uh, you go find Varian Iron, the Dragonborn Paladin, and Celine, your friend, um, head cleric. Uh, Varian Iron is well, depending on how you take what the Dragonborn says a really helpful or just sort of like yeah um first answer is me um second answer is smiting obviously um and third is take a ballista with you so take that how you would and very nice is very much like i am your solution to all problems and that is from a very vain bravado heightened ego point place that is why you're my solution for being here and protecting these idiots. <laughs> we can't um, have two of you. If I could have um, two of you, I would, but that's why you need to stay here. And Celine... Celine's convinced you're the solution to surviving down there. If anybody was to go down into the shadows of undead, it would be your radiant light. You have a lot of faith in me, Celine. And maybe variants smiting, but like you say, 
the Dragonwood's got to stay here. Someone's got to run triage for her and make sure that she stays up, Varian. You're my, the only line of defence I've got. But yeah. Cool. You're the solution. Yay! for yourself. At some point, I will... I will have as much faith in myself as you have in me. Dear Lord. Are you sure you don't have any, like, tokens or tools? <laughs> Something I can hold in my hand. Only uh, hand grenades. <laughs> um, <laughs> this cup. <laughs> <laughs> if it's completely, like, just... You tell me it's something, and I go, great, and that I just think it. I don't know, this cup belonged to a carpenter of some kind. You take <laughs> it, good luck. Anything I could give you, you already have. Except <laughs> for hope. And, and the memory of hope. Rage and distaste for the undead. And radiant energy. And a nice shiny red uniforms. <laughs> Fine, fine. But the warning, like, if I... How far do you go into it? Do you just tell them straight up everything? I think I just give the general bare bones of things with Varian. And then I kick him out. <laughs> and then I... I like that's, not, he's out. that's not a new occurrence i imagine that's something that happens plenty yeah. um varian talks about themselves uh varian talks about themselves and then varian talks about how to kill undead that's like 99 percent of the dragonborn's personality yeah and then i straight up tell selene everything not, okay. not necessarily all like the research bits but the things that i am concerned about for her She wishes she could come with you, but she totally understands that someone's got to keep uh, them alive. Okay. I might have one thing I did think of. Shoot. Um, at the end of a long rest, I can change one of my infusions, and uh, I'm I'm really struggling to to work out which of my three to to get rid of because we're about to go into a dark place so it feels like goggles of night i should keep however i might just make a light um instead um so can i uninfuse my goggles mm -hmm. and i would like to infuse my lantern of revealing instead um very clever we might need to see invisible things very clever Fantastic. No. I one thing before. We... Oh. Yes. Uh, so <clears throat> now is the time. If, uh, you do, if you don't do it now, you can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking at looking at the map uh, where the Arcanum is, there seems to be like a little gap that leads to a little hollow to the side. Is that accessible? Is that somewhere I could crawl to be kind of by myself? Do you want that to be Amaryllis's little nook? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Amaryllis pops into the little nook, sits, like, takes the book, puts it down, 
as Mal the owl lands and looks, and Amaris just goes, I have absolutely no memory of ever summoning you, and that's concerning to me. That's one of those things that I'm feeling that I'm... Looks down. There's something wrong with this, <laughs> pointing at the book. There's just, because that's not... <laughs> Look down and sort of go, flip open the book and go, you keep making noise and I don't like that. I think, are you, are you, I mean, you've got to tell me what you've, I suppose you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I just want to leave. And before, are you, <laughs> are you possessing my book? <laughs> um... There's quite like a jovial laugh, and you're not entirely sure if it's the owl yeah. or the cats that um, work in the fortress that do the ratting, that they kind of like to stay in here as well. Um, Wait, you're not sure like if it's the owl around. or the pussycats? <laughs> <laughs> the owls... But was it the, the pea green boat? Yeah. <laughs> um, the cow. I, I also look at the cats as something sort of bumps against I was like, mm. something about cats as well. Mm. Frust banging my little feet on the ground, going frustrating. <laughs> it's really fun when you, well, when anybody that holds a book starts panicking when they realise that I'm here. How about you? Have we? Hey. You, you know, I've lost my memories. Have we had this conversation before? No. To be honest, you've never really needed voices in your head. Oh dear. I stopped. I and that's the thing, I don't remember stopping. I know I did, and now you're here and Yes, okay, let's play let's play a little thought experiment. Sure. Um, so I know why. You have the book. I know where you got it. Well, you know where you got it from. You just don't know why you have it. Mm. Um, <laughs> and well, you're a fresh, beautiful, malleable mind. Hence why I've popped my little nose out. Now, you, you do seem to be a little bit of trouble. And to be honest, I do have a sort of mutually assured destruction kind of thing where I need to make sure that you survive this in some form. Otherwise, I'm going to be left in a hole in a cavern somewhere. So, you know, I'm going to help you. That would be stupid of me not to. I would just think it's quite fun if you did the stuff that you didn't want to do anymore. I mean, I want to do the stuff I'm not supposed to do anymore, but I feel... Yes, and it would really help you. But then it's getting... I'm losing control. I mean, I, I assume you aren't happy that some greater forces taking over my creations. No, it's really inconvenient. That yeah. creature... Ugh, um, did you not feel it inside of your magic? Yeah. And I'm not sure it's completely gone. I mean, they severed the tie, but... Do you feel like a slight tingling of, like, interference in... Specifically, you're necrotic, but there's a weird part of you that thinks it feels nice. As we're looking at the camera, Amaris, <laughs> it's getting more sort of like there's a glow to the eyes. There's more ha becoming haggard and like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you could be the next Umbravo. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's stupid. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> I mean. Bad, really. No. <laughs> None of us are here to slap her hand. <laughs> I think Zenmoy just gets like a feeling in their guts. Like there's something, something bad is happening. In the middle of that conversation with Selene, I'm like, no, Zenny. No. <laughs> you should like slap out where I usually am. You're like, not there. Um, okay, okay. So if we if we resolve the Embravor issue, then um, I mean, I I do feel I have been reduced in some way, and the fact that that I've forgotten why is okay. So just resolve this issue and then we can have another conversation use me and then we can have this conversation and i'll try not to get my throat slit in a cavern somewhere okay um i will do everything in my power to help you achieve what you want to do as long as you use me to do so listen to the words amaryllis listen to the words also have fun. You get to cast the best spells in the realms. Well, as the, as the pages flick through, and we, we're just seeing the uh, the ink drawings of like things rising out of the ground, <laughs> tolling, and the phantom of death. And I'm like, fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. And don't forget, I will help you. And that's only if you. And the voice dissipates. As the book slams shut. <laughs> I look over at Mao and I'm like, you, I'm still not sure about, but okay, you and me too. The head, the head does a complete 180. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Hops up. Uh, I crawl out of my little hiding spot. <laughs> book back into the holster. Before we get into Nora's romantic escapades, mm. I just in case oh, the functions here. Wow! Let <laughs> her get her kisses. You're the your B plot storyline is the only thing of light in life going on right now. You are the new flavor. You are true. The new harness. <laughs> just in case it ends up being used against me, I want to make sure then that I've kind of I have gone and got some supplies of my own. Hemoglobin-based foods. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. To be fair, I don't feel great collecting it all. I feel like I should be doing something else. I can't remember why I don't feel great doing this, but yeah, it's what I do. So it's a safety precaution. So I'm just going to get as much as I can. There's, you know, steal some out of Celine's stores. She can get some more. And the uh, brand be Hemogobbles. <laughs> <laughs> it is now. <laughs> just black pudding. Yeah, and then just make sure that's stashed away in, honestly, multiple places. So if I lose something, I've got stuff somewhere else. Just a pocket full of pudding now. <laughs> just... <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, that's my pep. So, Nora and Sirius. Where are you going to go to try find um, Odendra? Are you just skipping the 
um, pretense and finding someone and just being like, where is she? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll just ask someone. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I haven't got time to be wandering around. <laughs> you just yell um, at one of my interns. I've like, been busy inventing things. <laughs> um, you head up towards the marshal's office and you do see um, Bogram walking across. Um, before you can even finish the sentence, he's like, he just points to the gatehouse um, outside. Appreciated it. Thank you. Sirius, did you have questions for Adendra as well? No, 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 not at all. But you know, just splitting the party and all of that. You know, I didn't think that was why. <laughs> she just tap you on the shoulder and say, "Go to the pub." Pub. 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 You just walk past someone. Pub? Pub? That's all. Yep. I just link arms with random soldiers. But I was just on duty. Try and get some actual rest. You've been doing a lot of work. We'll constitution save that one later. Please do. Hungover fighting zombies. Like, oh, Greg, you're so loud. It won't be the first time. Oh, why moaning in my ears? Hearing the moans, we're not sure if it's a zombie or serious. Casting radiant. Ah, too bright. Just tone it down. This is the real reason I haven't got the goggles of night anymore. So you cut through. Um, past the vigil tower in the marshal's office and head through to the courtyard chamber. The courtyard chamber is heavily guarded um, with multiple soldiers on either side of it. And this is the first time any sort of like security has come in front of you, Nora, as they sort of come over and um, one of the soldiers goes, uh, stick your tongue out, please, and open your eyes wide. For what purpose? We're checking for plague. Uh, <laughs> takes takes like a, a stick, places it on your tongue, puts it in like a vial. Um, Do you want to investigate this one too? We'll lift the eye patch and show the... She actually has under... I, I should probably have mentioned this to you, Mike. She got the eye patch transporting to Corazon, so uh, that would have been a new thing for Adendra. Adendra did not see it with an eye patch before. Um, but underneath the eye patch, the the skin is scarred and like very slightly silvery, like lightning forking out from the eye socket. That's cool as shit. The soldier says, "Oh, uh, clear. Um, have a nice time. Um, just so you know." The gates will be closed permanently until this last incursion has been solved. So uh, that will be happening on the uh, the mark of midnight. No worries, I'll be part of it. All right. Um, you head out past the gatehouse master and these huge um, iron and stone-laden... Um, gates that like take um the largest of the goliaths and um sort of 
mini semi giants and craning gear and things like that to open and shut. Uh, you imagine if these are shut, there's not much that'll open them. Um, and you head out. And I don't know how much this would mean to Nora. So it's totally up to you. But I'm going to describe what happens and then you can decide how that would make you feel. You immediately are kissed on the face by a really gentle wind and rain like a really soft rain <laughs> the shook up in your face words choices of words it's, it's the god that's really cool <laughs> like, no. you, you step out and it's almost um it's almost dark it's it's dim but you can see all the way across onto this sort of lowland where you the caves that you exit out of are sit sort of just high up and you look behind yourself and you can see craning its way up behind the entrance is this huge mountainscape and you look in front and it all the land dips down into this valley the valley is pretty scarce but recovering it's almost a plains with dotted trees here and there and sat sort of on an up outcropping that kind of looks down and you can see there is a small um, village down there. Um, incredibly small, just almost like a restocking place where um, trade would come in for the um, fortress and then transferred up and down. Um, but it's quite an impressive site. In fact, if the fortress was flipped over, it would be a perfect place for a fortress to sit. Um, as it's got a huge um, 90 plus degree sort of view out. The sun is kissing the very rim of the horizon in front and it's creating this stunning deep orange and red glow only shortly as the clouds almost take over um, and you can see the bottoms um, pillowing with the red light but it deepens and deepens and gets darker and darker. And you can feel what must be a torrential rain that is due to come. But right now you can see the ground was touched with sun briefly through the day. And it's now just being like um, dewy with the start of this sort of misty rain. Um, Odendra is sat not in uniform, just sort of in um, simple clothing, um, you can see actually on her left, she's got a penny of your um, school's, your academy's, um, like, sigil. Um, so you mean like a, like a, a brooch pin? Yeah, not like, like a, a an penny. apron penny. No, she's wearing a, <laughs> yeah. she's wearing a pin. A brooch, <laughs> a, a brooch pin. A waitress penny. A penny would be that. I mean, that would be a sight and a half. And a straight up curveball. Um, a small pin brooch. Um, her hair instead of bunched up into like a, a ball has been let down on the back um, and she's just sort of leaning back um, with her feet hanging off this little outcropping looking across um, clearly not in I'm your boss marshal mode anymore I sense that she already knows I'm here uh, yeah, you're welcome to make an insight check. 
That's not great, actually. Uh, that's a 12. Um, shouldn't, certainly doesn't look jumpy. I think we'll just um, watch for maybe like 20, 30 seconds. Um, apart from anything, taking in the, the view as well, because again, I know we're not like Sword Coast, so it's it's different, but we're back on, we are on Toril. Um, so, and, and prior to her jaunt to Corazon, Nura had lived in a cave for uh, like the uh, no, uh, like a dwarven fortress um underground for a very long time barring like visits um so it kind of just takes in the view in general and then the fact that adendra is is there just sort of chilled and relaxed is also like um yeah just a little extra a little cherry on top And then we'll uh, we'll walk over and sit next to her. You know, for being a drow, I really hate being underground for extended periods of time. I never really. I like both, but I like both equally. So I'd like to see both at equal amounts of time. Surface does have irritatingly a lot of charms to it. Do your, do your underlings get to come out here and see the view as well? As long as we're not in lockdown, they can come and go as they wish. In fact, nobody's even tied into service, you know? If you see something one day and you don't like it, I'll give you your pay and you can leave. <laughs> I wouldn't, well... I don't think I'd suit playing true of authoritarian I guess I don't know if I'd like that I hear your 20 years of service are nearly up very close it's almost surprising you turn up just as it's about to end why well one who was a uh, clearly less intelligent than me would see it as a sign. And someone with your intelligence? Would know it's just the way Nora works. <laughs> Very droll that I have that air of mystery to you. <clears throat> How do you feel about not working here anymore? Or will you stay just not being a warden? After what you've read, do you really believe this place will be here much longer? Well, I don't know. An optimistic person would say, as I hear a four new wonderful heroes that are going to go down into that cave and fix all your problems, send it all away, and then we won't need the wall anymore. <laughs> I'd say, have my uniform and have the next 20. I don't have time for that. No. Time. 
It's a dangerous obsession, you know. Though it's a funny thing that you mention it. I, uh... I've been sitting with a lot of rage. And now that I'm here with whatever this entity has done to us, I can't remember why. Not in a it's been so long and I've just simply forgotten sort of way the, the actual reasons for that rage that sense of injustice have gone and I still feel them but it feels incredibly illogical do you want to know or do you want to not leave on the same note for the second time um, she's going to let me just check the wording of this yeah, she's going to put a finger to her forehead and draw it away. And as she does, the silvery thread comes with it as she casts Encode Thoughts. And it turns into a little silver ribbon. Right now, here in this moment, there's enough of me left to know enough. If I go down into that cave and don't come back either at all or come back a shell with no memories, no intellect left, nothing that is me, then you need to have this. For the last few years, I have been working at a secret facility run by a megalomaniacal idiot who had a lot of good money for funding for good work that he didn't appreciate. There, I'm led to believe the entire facility is dead. Um, but there is technology down there. And more importantly, in my office, there should be an automaton with the sum of my research so far. I've been trying to democratize power to those who can't, don't have the money or the time to spend eons in a wizard's tower learning. So there you are. There's my research. If I don't come back, do something with it. All of this is to say, I suppose, that while I don't have the memories of the bad times, while I don't remember why I was angry, And screw it. And I will lean in for a kiss. She'll respond and she'll give you a very gentle. Tom <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> it turned into you... a kissing game! 
an incredibly gentle kiss and she stands up and brushes her legs off and she holds her hand out. I'll take it. She sort of, again, gently and very smooth and subtle, subtly pulls you up. Um, and then in a slightly playful way, sort of pulls your hand while walking backwards, not looking at where she's going, just looking at you. And she pulls you back and she's like, let's go for a walk. And sort of like drags you down uh, like a sort of a goat trail um, and shows you like um, this beautiful waterfall um, and some different sort of places. Um, and you see almost a side of um, Odendra that you never really got to experience in the Academy, or certainly not an experience you can remember because um, you're not entirely sure. But there's this very, like, almost non-serious, giggly side. It's, it's, like, it's, it's so surprising because of how to the point and... Um, I kind of wonder why you were both drawn together so much, but it's like all pretense has been given away and she's bored of it. She's not interested. She just wants to have a nice time with you. And this goes on for 40, 45 minutes and you hear the shouts and calls from the gate, the gatehouse and the gatehouse master shouting um, alarms and you can hear horns going off that the gates are closing and she turns and kind of gives you a grin of like we could just not walk back in no you have a lot of books in there that i really need to read when i get back i'm not going to tell you to come back because there is nobody more stubborn than yourself. And if you want to do something, you're going to do it. She kisses you on the cheek and then she brushes past you, leaving you staring out at the view. And she walks back in. She doesn't say goodbye. She doesn't call you. She doesn't look back. And you can see her going from this very playful, fun, personality as she stiffens back up her shoulders roll back she walks with pride again and authority as she swoops back into the gaze house and disappears into the cavern fortress i think in that moment nora looking out at the the view i mean she's smart enough to be able to put things together even even though she doesn't have the the actual memory left of like why she was so obsessed with time in the first place and then why she and Odendra never got together I mean I think it's something that she can sort of remember in a she doesn't remember the specific moments but kind of remembers the logic behind it and sort of just 20 years it's a long time, but still nothing to her. 
and then we'll just follow back in and uh, and head to meet up with the rest of them. On that note, we'll take a break there. Thank you for sticking around for a maybe an extra long first half. I apologize. Um, but we'll take about a maybe five, ten minute break and we'll see you in the second half. Please come back. It's going to be very exciting. And no more law, I promise. I, I, <laughs> maybe I a little bit. Minimal. Minimal. But I'm going to pretend and lie to you to drag you back, thinking that there's going to be action, and then I'll tell you more law. So, <laughs> see you in five, ten minutes. <laughs> and welcome back. So, long rests, research, beautiful rests. conversations. Very pretty conversations. We find ourselves on the wall, looking out your packs, um, either loosely or <laughs> tightly on your backs, um, looking out onto the, the warded vault. Um, wards have been deactivated along a, spe a specific pathway for you that you have been told. Sirius yourself probably is the one that's quickly mapped it out. Um, I'm assuming you have your map with you now that you previously used or yeah i think so yeah <laughs> Tra transposed um, it maybe into a slightly more compact form the undead that were on the warded ball are still stood around the old wall um just sort of hovering sort of watching they've all bulged and deformed from their what you know them as and they are these crackling eldritch creatures of such now um you can still see the portals tendrils that are like hands touching on things and investigating but you do notice that the portal doesn't seem to be pulling towards the wall and um at this point now you're back on the wall watching it the portal doesn't look like it's as whole as it was you can see parts have almost broken off her and then been pulled deeper in to the cavern. Um, you saw something similar to this, but it seems to be um, a lot more fall. It's fallen apart much more than it was before. Portal is still intact, but it's like someone's taking, biting chunks off it and taking them away. The undead eldritch fused creatures are quite spread out as well they're almost like in clumps of 10 5 7 but there's they 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 almost like clump up and are watching but not moving how would you like to go forward before we go could we have asked someone about like healing potions? Because that's always the thing one needs when one goes on an adventure. <laughs> um, you can... tried. Yeah. <laughs> um, you could take two greater each. Yeah. <laughs> Don't suppose anyone can cast fly other than Zarius's armor, can we? Uh, no, oh, not me. 
I can uh, help us if we happen to be uh, falling, but flying not so much. Uh, perhaps we could simply walk along the wall. The wall doesn't go in that way, though, does it? I missed that from the map. And it's all inside a cavern, so... Oh, walk on along the edge the of the cavern. I thought mm -hmm. you meant... Yeah. Or up over the wall, <laughs> the ceiling. <laughs> along yeah, with I'm just dig walking... your way back in. <laughs> I'm just going to walk on the sides of the cavern and just going to hold a hand to anyone who needs... gravitational help. Uh, um, is, is, is this the plan? We can... I mean, I'm flattered that you think I'm strong enough to hold onto your arm for long enough to go all the way around there. Teamwork? Anyone else know how to do it? Because, uh, um, so Zarius will, I'm casting Spider Climb, but it's the armor kind of forming a somehow magnetic to rock, you know, magic link to, to so that I can do that as well. Anyone else? As my limbs dislocate and I fly back and I click onto the wall and I, yeah, no, I can also do it. It's a... <laughs> also, you know, I don't know how much... She obviously hasn't slept because there's like black bruising around her eyes. She must be very tired. It's weird. Yeah. Everything's fine. Is it concentration? It is concentration. Uh, I, unfortunately, am very much an on-foot kind of person, and uh, in favour of spells that I thought might be more useful in this current situation, I'm afraid I've removed the option of you punting me in via catapult again. Ah, oh, that is a shame. Um, well, in that case, um, I'll kind of um, tap, a, tap a button on the suit and then a kind of platform will appear from the... Um, uh, shoulders, but they're more like Jacob's ladder until it reaches a point on kind of like his um, lower back. So you've got basically two foot platforms that you can stand on his back. I suppose it's more dignified than you offering me a piggyback. <laughs> How subtle well. are you trying to be, or are you quite happy to be seen while walking along the wall side? I'm a big orange lizard wearing a bright green suit. <laughs> I'm scuttling like an insect. Oh, I am sticking to the shadows. <laughs> well, one of us would be stealth then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will. I will try to be stealthy. Uh, I, I mean, thankfully, I didn't pick armor that is uh, a disadvantage. But um, yeah, it's not my strong suit. Can I, uh, as we're on the wall, maybe? Um... Yeah, I'll go for it. I'll, um, I'll cast Arcane Eye and send it into the cavern ahead of us um, to try and map out the, the least populated route to get in. And then, obviously, once we're in, send it further down to see how far we gotta go! <laughs> you imagine if you go towards where the... Um, where the forward watch is, if you follow that down, that's the best way you could go without really having to stealth, as you're not right, a lot of the creatures could see you um, from the old wall. Um, you can go up <clears throat> into the forward watch. The forward watch is currently empty. Um, all scouts and soldiers that would be posted here have been pulled back due to the 
hard previously, but also the um, circumstances um, wouldn't seem particularly smart to leave them there. Um, there is a little staircase, wooden staircase, that would lead you to a high um, turret position, and you could go off there and then cut around the back of the undead. And that pathway would leave you deep into the caverns. Your arcane eye would see these clumps of undead. Um, the main thing you'd pick up is they're not following anything. So that even though they see you go down off the wall and then go out of their eye line, none of them followed you doing that. They all just stare at the wall, unwavering. No, their irises don't even move. They're staring, unwavering. Um, you cut around the side and you can see now into the depths and I feel like saying it's dark is a bit redundant but it's dark, um, very dark um, and the winding caverns they're all natural until you get to a certain point and you can use your memory of the map plus the arcane eye to see where the offshoots go. Um, and at a certain point, it just turns into it, this cylindrical um, half pipe almost. And then sort of rough ground on the bottom. You get a bit further in probably, I can't remember the range of arcane eye on how far it can actually go away from you. Uh. 30, it can move 30 feet um, at 30 feet movement speed and I can concentrate uh, up to an hour. Okay, so, so however far you can go in an hour. Mm. You head deeper until you get to this point where there is the half pipe, but on the ground there is like a um, 10 foot wide um, path that you have to follow and it drops there are drops on either side of it. I might send the arcane eye down the drops to see. They seem relatively endless. Like you see out outcroppings here and there, um, sort of smaller, um, potentially maybe years and years and years ago, uh, kobold runs, stuff like that, incredibly old anything that is down there it's clearly very old very old pathways and stuff like that as you arrive you can see that this drop and it is quite extensive i think it goes without saying stay on the path do the um you said this half pipe shape does that look um you said that didn't look natural does that look like a it's blast? almost smooth yeah, it's almost like a magic something has forced the wall that shape. Yeah, it'd be like almost yeah, be the shape of a very powerful burrow, burrowing. Um, it's still very wide. Like from where you're stood, it's still like forty foot up, and then like sling trickle. There's nothing in your mind that would you could think of a spell that would be that powerful to burrow through bar multiple very carefully over a very 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 long time shape earth uh even a very powerful person using shape earth wouldn't be able to achieve this unless they were here for a very 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 long time 
And you say this is this is further than Zarius's group got originally. Yeah, you yeah. quite quickly get past that point. Um, um, you and mean... there's no, is there any evidence of like the reason they turned back that we passed? Unless you wanted to go into the caverns on the sides and not go straight towards the depth, which would be okay if you wanted to pop through and see the last place that Zarius marked before um, it was lost, or the deepest point Zarius got to. Do you think it is worth it, Zarius? Hmm. I mean, the map does pretty abruptly stop at that point, so... It could be worth seeing whether there is a, a fissure or, or something that let the plague through. I'm not sure. I can always send the arcane eye in that direction while we carry on forward, but it means we don't have a heads up of what's coming up in front of us. I can do it. I've got, I can, at least for 60 feet. For, actually, 60 feet for as fast as I can walk in a short amount of time. I can see where the undead are near me. And whatever I can do would technically take me out of business. I'll be blind and deaf, so not really a good idea to do while there's massive <laughs> crevasses. Agreed. Watch your feet. Yeah. I've got a torch. Pokes a light. <laughs> Turns it off again. Well, well, there goes our dark vision for a little bit. <laughs> it was just like blinking. Yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, sorry. I forget all you can see. Well, it's good to make sure that you can as well. Yeah. Um, let's carry. If if you don't think it says anything of utmost urgency, I'll uh, I'll send the arcane eye down the path you went, and we'll push on forwards. And then if there's anything, we can always, she says optimistically, pick it up on the way back. So you follow forwards along this. Um... Eyes of the grave, though, before we move, that's 60 feet, technically times per, per second, I guess. So 60 mm -hmm. And does that tell you within 60 foot of any undead? Any undead within that isn't protected by divination magic until the end of my next turn. Very good. Um, yes, there are definitely undead around. Uh, not on the pathway, as far as you can tell, but around. Um, you've passed many, these clumps of them. Um, and although being smart to avoid them, they don't acknowledge you. Even when you might trip or make some noise, they're just stood staring towards where you've come from. Um, the Arcane Eye enters this cavern, and the cavern is... Well, for a lack of a better word, empty. But starkly, the ground is flat and smooth. The very there aren't many stalactites and stalagmites. Um, it's almost dusty on the floor, um, and it's just a plain cavern that comes to an end. Maybe an old animal 
bowl, something like that. Um, but just stark. I don't like this. That's more disturbing. That means that whoever went in there's cleaned up, and you'd have thought that apologies, Arius, but if you'd lost people down there, there would be bodies, there would be bags, there would be something. That's just completely clean. That's it's worse. Agreed. Dead don't move like they should. They're not moving at all. It's too clean. And we've not seen any signs of anything else like coming along this this cavern ahead of us. Nothing moving. They're just standing there as far as I can tell. When you reach about halfway down this cavern, um, you're losing the arcane eye, so you will need to bring it back with you or dismiss it. Um, I don't think it'll catch us up at this point. Um, you dismiss the arcane eye and give your full attention back to what you're doing. And it's at that point, whispers echo from below. You're welcome to make a perception check at this point. Yep. Absolutely. Sure. Yes. Let us do it. But the whispers echo. Um, bouncing off the sides of the chasm below you and building up and up and up. 23. 23. The 21. 14, but my passive is 23. Seven. I've got other things to be thinking about at the moment. <laughs> As my hands twitch. You're not entirely sure if it's ghost or your book. Um, <laughs> it's the great, it's the great <laughs> conundrum. Ghosts or book? Um, for the rest of you, you know that voice from the brief time that you heard Umbravor, you recognise that voice. And as it gets closer and closer and louder and louder, <laughs> can you all make, unless there's anything else you'd like to do, wisdom saving for us, please? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That flat for me because I can't hear that coming. Um, for sorry for for yourself who failed, uh, it would be a disadvantage. I do that's that. I'm just checking. That's like oh book, oh book. What are we up to? I wish I'd done worse at the perception and better at the save. Uh, <laughs> that's an eleven. I got a nat twenty and a nine, so that's <laughs> sixteen. Twenty six. 27. 27. Thank God. <laughs> Come on, possession. Let's get this done. I don't wanna. <laughs> That's not fair. Tom's Tom's dice roll was at disadvantage, was the same as my flat dice roll. And then your modifier <laughs> just beat me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you just sulk. You're like, no. But the three of you, it's like there's been like an ice. Someone's just like drawn a icicle down the back of your neck and it is uncomfortable but not unbearable 
And the three of you sort of shake it off, walk forwards, but you notice Zarius begin to just, where you're walking in a circular, sorry, a, a winding pathway, you're following the path normally. Zarius is just walking straight. That mean oh. that Nora on the platforms on my back is um Zarius yeah. like Stop, 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 come back, stop. Zarius is not stopping. Well, I'm I'm gonna hop <laughs> I'm gonna try like I'm just gonna whack him on the head. Uh, would Zarius. you like to make another saving throw with Map um, out of you, it? You can probably like get the, the horn and just like, Ooh. Nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> can I steer you with your horn? So like this way. Uh, do another save, did you say? Uh, yeah, that, that, but that's enough to meet the uh, criteria. 19. 19. You shake your head as your your left um, foot is hovering over the chasm in empty space. And you fall backwards, sort of falling into Nora a little as you sort of your heart, you know, that, that sort of shock of, oh, I was about to... Even with spider fault, like spider climb, you, you still don't get over that little sense of, oh no, this isn't a thing I should do. <laughs> don't oh. listen to the whispers. I don't recall any whispers. Did, did I? Have I just lost a short term memory? Possibly. Mm. I mean, I, I'd love to have the chalkboard here, but. Okay, so we definitely know our mind's going to keep being messed with, so... Constant, <laughs> constant vigilance. <laughs> Just keep an eye on everyone, I think. Mm -hmm. are, you, are you okay now? Do you feel... You feel you don't feel the need to throw yourself in a crevasse? Not particularly, no. Ace. Good. Speaking of keeping an eye on everyone, Amaryllis. Yeah. Work with your power. Control it, though. Yes, Doctor. You come to the next section, and <clears throat> concerningly, the cavern pathway stopped, and it's just void of blackness in front of you. You can see the top, but it leads down into the chasm. There is nothing to jump towards. There is nothing sort of on the sides, like ledges or anything like that. It's just the smooth sides that drop down into the cavern chasm. There is nothing in front of you that you can see that would lead to the next place. Can anyone cast light? We could drop a rock down there or something. Can I send a firebolt? I mean, as long as that's not as long as that's not a gas seam down there, rock. <laughs> I can create a uh, a little trinket that we can drop down. It's not going to be a, the brightest light, but uh, it's five foot. Something that gives us an idea of... If it's falling for ten minutes or so, then we probably know we shouldn't be going down there. I'm just um, poking bits of the space with a stick. Smart. So I think yeah, I'll I'll, um, I'll use my magical tinkering. Um, it, it it will just take the form of kind of one of the modules of the the armor just kind of pops out and it's just like a little um, light globe. So, do anyone like to do the honors? No, just throw it in. All yours. It's your globe. I will like under underhand kind of flick it 
you flick it out, um, and to your surprise, the, well, I guess almost desired effect of it falling down, disappearing off into the um, sort of chasm on sort of an angle, um, doesn't happen as it lands parallel to where you'd expect ground to be, it scatters across like there is an invisible ground that you cannot see as it skitters. Seems to be an invisible wall. Would we like to check that out a bit closer? Going there with my stick. Uh, poke it. <laughs> just poke it. <clears throat> I mean, that's an incredibly solid plan. If you just want to tap, 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 walk well, forwards, tap, tap, tap. Can can I? Um, so my magic item is a lantern of revealing, mm -hmm. which Ooh. so I, I uh, another kind of module just like turns on. Uh, this time it's just a very um, no. Actually, I, th I think it's it's a, it's like an ultraviolet light. Um, so it it will um, just kind of shine out. Um, so it's got a radius of 30 feet and then dim light for an additional 30 foot. And invisible creatures and objects are visible as long as they are in the lantern's bright light. So in that 30 foot. And is that the invisible spell? What do you mean? Um, it just says invisible creatures and objects are visible if they're in my lantern light. So... I will. It, it, the module will kind of fix onto a, a slot on the, the wrist, and I'll be turning it around. Frustratingly, nothing changes. Mm. Whatever this thing, it isn't under the invisibility. Not an invisible object. It is. That Just. is what it is. It's not an object that you would usually perceive that has been made invisible. It is just naturally invisible. Incredibly frustrating. Invisible things should just become visible, but if the thing was never... If it's not invisible, it just lacks all of the attributes that would make a thing invisible. What, what even is that? But it's pokeable. It's, it's very it's, pokeable. It's solid. It's, it is material. It just happens to be of a incredibly translucent material. I really hate that this expensive bit of tech is failing where your bloody broom handle isn't. <laughs> what, um, could could I could I request a, a a cheeky retroactive detect magic ritual cast? Make? You have the time. You can, like, you can pop it up now. Yeah. Um, basically, I want to see, is this platform, or the, is it, basically, is it force magic that's keeping, that, that's creating this invisible platform? What I'm worried about is that this is, like, the creature in some way, and if we step on it, it's going to eat us. I know it can't um, be an invisible creature, but... This, this potentially is going to create more questions than answers. Correct. That you detect incredible illusionary magic. Illusionary magic that is more powerful than your seeing invisibility. 
That's rude. That's... Do you want to make an arcana check now? Always. <laughs> oh, must I? And can I help in some way? Yeah, you, using the item just to kind of really go around the perimeter and, and conducting some more scientific tests. Yeah. And then the theory crafting. It's <laughs> up there. Uh, yeah, I will take that. Thank you. Uh, that's a 27. A 27. Um, there are more things in illusion than just invisibility, as you well know, but a lot of the things that you immediately think of would be um, illusion spells are creating pictures which you know cannot be solid unless it's messing with your mind. I genuinely thought you were going for the um, this uh, wily coyote effect of um, this is a, a painting and we're just looking at it from the wrong yeah. bloody shit. It's just a well, solid wall. To be honest, I knew you'd think of that straight away. Um, with a tw was it a 27? Yeah. Did you say, oh, I've got to give it to you. Um, it. You remember when yourself and Odendra were practicing phantasmal influences on the mind to create um, pictures. And you also remember that you can harm people with things in those. And as far as you can tell, this is a very clever bastardization of phantasmal illusion magic. So it's a trick on the mind, not invisibility. So, right, okay, I just want to make sure that I get this right, Mike, before Nora says it, because Nora should know. But basically, there is a path there, but it's it's there. The It looks like there isn't, because we're led to believe if we step off and we fall, we'll take damage from the fall, but... And that's exactly. the... Yeah. Yeah. With a 27, yeah, I've kind of got to give that one to you. And also, it's a nightmare to infer. <laughs> Homebrewing shit. <laughs> so it's, it's Indiana Jones and yeah, yeah, Last yeah. Crusade then. Yeah. As long as you yeah, believe exactly that right. the uh, as long as you believe the um the path is there, it will be there. It's fine. Take the leap of faith. Just you first. <laughs> this stick. And I'm just gonna poke my way across. Wherever you walk, you're fine. Oh, uh, okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> just follow, still following Zenmoy's footsteps. But okay, okay. Just, just reciting the beginning parts of a uh, feather fall, just in case. But just like <laughs> yeah. stopping before a full cast. Uh, yeah, we'll follow. You walk through, and the the um, half pipe um, begins to sort of twist and go lower, and the ground appears before you once again. Um, at this point, you look around and you can see that the ground was always there when you turned back on yourselves. Um, whether that's frustrating or impressive, that's totally up to you. But you turn and can move forwards. Um, it curves round to a point and... The cavern opens up into this huge circular basin. In the middle, you can see there is 
a plinth sort of in the middle and then everything is smooth and circular and creates this egg-like um, room. I just had a question, Mike. From my detecting magic on the, the phantasmal force um, illusion, did I get the sense that the... I mean, this is quite a long shot, I appreciate. But just got to ask, and did I get the sense that that is a a sort of a deterrent laid by the original heroes, or do we think that that might be more magic from the Eldritch creature? Definitely the um, shadow creature with a 27. Shadow magic. Malicious rather than protective. That's worrying. It doesn't nice. want us down here. Or it wants to test us. See if we're Before worthy we... of... So before we get in, I need, I don't want things popping out of nowhere or hitting you or more brain things. Don't be stupid. Keep your wits about you. Stay safe. And I am casting motivational speech. That is my motivational speech. <laughs> don't be idiots. <laughs> it's just like eyebrows all around and being like, Weird, that really shouldn't work, but I do actually feel motivated. <laughs> As you talk to Moira, um, Nora, especially with your passive, you kind of like twitch your head up as you sort of look and you can see being sort of whisked past you are small clumps of essence of negative energy that pass through you at sort of high speed leading into into the center of this egg-like shaped cavern and smashing into it and as soon as you follow the light from what you couldn't see before you suddenly see this being of shadow curling large if not gargantuan in size sat in the middle a twisted embodiment of stolen memories. You can notice, and you don't know why you know they're yours, but they're yours, how far of you look, and you can see swishing around inside Amaryllis, you can see yourself running from something, holding the book in your hands. You don't know what it is, and you know it's you, but you don't remember doing that. <clears throat> Moira, you can see yourself laid in a bed, with white sheets on, and you sitting up and looking at your own hands in horror. Screams coming out of your mouth. Silent, but you can see terror, frustration, and panic in your eyes as it gets pulled away by this curling shadow that's building and building, and you can see crackling eldritch energy. Zarius, you can see the moment you were on your back, wrapped in black shadowy tendrils, fighting them off with your fists, blasting and turning, and you can see your friends being ripped to pieces by shadowy creatures. And then it flips again. And all of your five memories that you don't know are yours, but they're yours, you know they're yours, are swirling around. 
something it is doing is harnessing the power of the portal. Its form, although bending and changing, is a grotesque amalgamation of shifting shadows and ethereal wisps now. A humanoid figure is centered in the middle with elongated limbs and tendrils that are almost matching that same inquisitive touch that the portal was doing when it first arrived. It moves with an unsettling fluidity as if it's not entirely bound by the laws of the material pain. And you're not sure if that's something new or if something that it always was. Its eyes, two burning orbs of captured burning memories flicker with the haunted reflections of new memories that you see flittering by of a warrior battling casting spells you can see a group of four heroes fighting and it's like their memories have suddenly been formed in there intertwining with yours its form constantly morphs displaying moments back and forth an eerie whisper emanates from the humanoid silhouette that's in the middle um but this time not that velvety accent that you heard from before and it's your voice it's voices that you don't recognize Sarius's voice comes through Moira's voice comes through it's already stealing your presence but on the outside you can see five figures ethereal in nature stood equal parts around the shadowy creature holding their hands out quivering they seem to be pushing some sort of magic towards the shadowy creature i just wanted to check mike uh double check that the uh you, you didn't describe seeing any of nora's memories i wanted to double check that that was uh just the way you were narrating it or, or was oh, it a yeah. specific no, plot point can... that we wanted to pick up on okay no, you can That's definitely fine. see all of all of the memories that you don't know are yours but they've certainly <laughs> it wasn't her but what about me moment yeah. it was her. <laughs> why not <laughs> you are homunculus you are... <laughs> look i'm just that? sitting here thinking why is the series called what it's called? What is this? What have I done? <laughs> we cut to Tusk. I've created a time wizard here in my lab <laughs> using cloning. <laughs> You're about 60 foot away. You'd have to take a sort of um, staircase down that would take you to the bottom and then you'd have to sort of follow it up to where this plinth sits. Also, did we get the encouraging, lovely speech before this utter horror? So, oh, yes. Uh, Remember what we get from that. Yeah, so, ten hit points. Five temp hit points and then advantages on uh, wisdom saving throws and other One. stuff, which I'm not looking at right now because I closed it. Oh, yeah. And if you are hit by an attack, then you have advantage on your next attack roll. So just a whole bunch of nice things. I'll pop, I'll pop it in the chat. Thank you. Cool. 
And the mugs <laughs> will pop in the chat too. Face go bolt. It's the advantage on wisdom saving throws that's the uh, the spicy thing here, I think. I'm also going to pop in another uh, eyes of the grave just to make sure there's nothing else hidden around that we need to account for. Check every corner. <laughs> this feels like a big important room. I don't want it to be dealing with that and then also random extra <laughs> undead. We're in the walls! <laughs> so yeah, just popping off another one of those. Are there any other... I mean, is this creature undead? Because I'll be able to tell that as well. And then, very, oh, very, 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 very undead, yes. Cool. And the other four, there's four undead energies coming from the outside. Four out of five. Four out of five. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Wait, sorry, say that again? So there's five um, humanoids stood with their hands holding towards the shadowy yeah. creature. Four of them are giving undead energy. And is it is it the Asimar? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so I'm assuming yeah. that this is this is the the binding that the the yeah the the four heroes. So their their essence is what's holding him in. But you said there's a fifth one. Yeah, there were five of them originally. No, there were four of them. No, there were four. There were four. Yeah. So who's the fifth? <laughs> Harbinger. And they're not dead, or not undead. They're not undead. They're not undead. <laughs> Again, I'm like looking through the kaleidoscope, like mm, mystery. What are you? You breathing? Can we, can we hear what they're saying? I also know the. I also know the the location, so I can. I would. Can I? I can tell that it's not the ones that we recognise as the four heroes. So it's the fifth one that's definitely still a, not undead. Mm -hmm. That's complicated. We're <laughs> saying, yeah, okay. Yeah, I had to take a second to go, like, beep, beep, beep. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and how, did you say it was, like, 60 foot down? Yes. Um, so it's within visual like... identification range. And it, they're too vague. Like, they're giving off this silhouette of mm. a humanoid face, like, body, but then you're not, you'd have to get close. I mean, I don't mind that, but I suspect the two wizards... And unfortunately, it's one of the wizards that I'm thinking might stand a chance of recognizing extra figure. Um, I, mean, I can send another arcane eye down there, but it's another level four spell slot. Burning through those, you don't. Yeah, it's burn them. Do that. I, I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna arcane recovery while we're stood here and get that back though. Look at me, I'm a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I want am. my magic back. <laughs> I can do it as a cleric, but, but not much. I, 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 I might just go and I can. Once the wizards are done, I can ask them where's a good spot for them to hide, and I can make them a little safe zone before we go down as well. The ritual cast tiny hut. <laughs> just leave that there for emergency. Just purpose. hang out <laughs> up here. <laughs> A tiny hut over the room. Um, doesn't it dissipate as soon as you leave it, the tiny hut? Yeah. 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 So, as, no, if Nora, if we leave Nora in the hut. <laughs> Just stood there, like, like making paper chains. Hey, team. <laughs> Don't mind me. <laughs> Look, someone needs to take the notes back to camp. 
It's Someone needs to complete their love story. Yeah. <laughs> I just come okay, back. Okay, I'm going to push, my, push uh, you a little we, bit. What we would need you like to, to go. Do? We need to go. But once we're down there, if you and the wizards tell me somewhere where you guys want to put yourself, I can make you a little safe zone where any undead have difficulty getting in and affecting you. But I think that need once that's up and everyone, yeah. And an ideal world to be a nice little platform, just a little bit higher up than everything else that uh, that we can perch on. <laughs> so I suppose anyone can see one of those, can they? Oh, um, if, if just make sure I don't fall down. I sort of, my eyes roll back as the owl takes off, so I'm going to go up a little bit and. Basically, I'm walking into my owl so I can have a better look around. Uh, should I roll a, can I roll a perception for, for my... How close are you letting the owl get? Because you very specifically need to get close. That's so you're going up it. and away, up, aren't you? Up and away, yeah. So, so that, that won't help. I mean, it'll give you a wider berth and you're not going to get surprised by anything. Uh, that wouldn't be a terrible idea. If we Also, because that we're looking for a ledge as well mm. if we can find but the point is if we need to get closer then we need to go down so i mean we could we can spell snipe from 60 feet away but yeah. we need to get Absolutely. closer so it's like is there somewhere in split the difference is there somewhere 15 foot up 30 foot up that we could poise on um, um I, I did prepare yeah. featherfall this time <laughs> we are the, incrementally moving to, to remind you of the shape it's like an it's like a smooth shell of an yeah, egg. So yeah, no, no ledges. No, no happy it's little like a ledge curve going up. Okay, I guess sort of curve. Because you're saying like, is it where we are? Like, is it a, a, a drop down? To it's where? a staircase that takes you down to the, the curved floor. And it starts, starts like an egg. Yeah. And then it curves in and then back up where the plinth is. So there's no horrible crevasses in here. It's not no. like, okay, so it's just... Very smooth. Uh, I think Mao just does a circle and then comes back. Yeah, no, it's it's smooth. It's, oh, blood. Um, yeah, no, it's absolutely, uh, yeah, there's not really any hiding holes here. It's like, without um, skipping a beat, we'll just, like, hand you a handkerchief. Yeah. I think last time it wanted to talk. I, I banished mean... the host it was talking through, but it was quite keen on talking and was actually quite interested in you. Amaryllis. So I'm wondering if just walking down, it might be chatty rather than attacking us on sight. Yeah. Um, if it if it goes wrong, just like take my head off. That should stop me. <laughs> I, I start I start walking down the steps. If it goes wrong. I throw you. I throw you in a magic circle. You've already got advantage on your wisdom. Just keep going, going, going. <laughs> What does this mechanic mean? <laughs> are all four of you marching down, or are you Amaryllis just going? School. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have followed Am Amaryllis as soon as she yeah, started really. wandering down. Yeah, I'm specific. Sorry. No, you go. No, you. I want. <laughs> well, I'll go. <laughs> I'm specifically walking down, not riding on Zarius's little armor platform. You think that was down. something I could catapult you off. <laughs> I mean, and you, you can. It just they won't be in a ball. The waves of energy and the shadows are picking up, and it is creating a vortex in this room. And you can feel the wind, stale as it is, in the cavern. 
below, building and building. As you come, you can come, you come up behind, you can probably see two of them. And for the sake of Moira's spell, one of them on the left is one of the undead. The one on the right closest to you is the one that isn't giving you undead. Um, so it's up to you. You can't, they have their backs to you at this point, And the, I guess apparitions would be a word not to be picked out exactly, um, are too fluid from seeing them behind to identify. I guess in a way you could probably tell one would be quite a lot taller than the other. Um, that's probably the only big hint at anything. So is the tallest one undead or not? Just The tallest one is the undead, the shorter right. one. Not that much shorter, to be fair, um, is on the right. Can you remind me what the... Um, I, I've got written down, Onan was an Asimar, Elowen was an elf, but I didn't write down. I've got it. Uh, I can quickly pop that, go that through. Um, Onan um, is, yep, Asimar, Elowen was a high elf, Caelum was a tiefling, and yeah. Ari was a human. Yeah, yeah, they're all standard size. Elowen was an, a shadow monk, I had noted as well. Mm. I mean, mm. no mm. horns. Assume. Well, yeah, are there any horns yeah. on any of the shadows? Any tails? That's they're things that would potentially be picked up. Do you want to make a perception check? Yes, please. please. Yeah. And do any of us at this like at this distance kind of recognize the shadowy, not undead figure? From behind? Once you've done these rolls, I'll tell you. Mine's a filth, uh, filthy 20. Filthy. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. That's Shadowy. Fine. Anybody else? 14. Not great. 13. Again. 13. I think I've got other concerns. <laughs> yeah. Murky 20 is the winner. Yes. Two horns. Yes, to wings. Yes, to pointy ears. <laughs> and you don't know why, but you feel like Nora should approach the undead, uh, the not undead. <laughs> you can talk to the dead, go on. <laughs> You're the only one without a connection, go on. Make one. Going for to start off with, yeah, just compare with the other shoulder. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what's giving me this feeling, but um, I get the sense that you're the key here. We've got your back. Slowly walk forward towards it. You come relatively parallel, probably still a little further back. And maybe part of you that doesn't want to believe, but you turn and the face that's holding up her hands glances to the side, locks eyes with you, and then looks back to what she's doing. About bloody time. And you can see yourself. Not as much. Um, where have you been? 
Different plane or different time? Same person. Different time. So I cracked it then. No, I don't know if you're guessing the right idea. But we've got a problem to solve. I'm part of you trying to solve your problem on your behalf. Huh. What do you need from us? What have you figured out so far? You've got two options. Sorry, in advance, I cannot do Irish. American Irish at all. Time has changed the accent. They, Mine they just... has not been flawless either. No, but I, I you just got to commit to stuff and then let people laugh at you. It's great. Mike, I have entirely forgotten in the same episode, like an NPC's accent. Like, <laughs> it happens to all of us. Now, now you're a closer. You can see that this is an ethereal project projection of yourself. The magic is different to the undead binding ritual that's going on. Whatever your projection is doing is supplementing and adding to it. There is a power, but you can tell the power is negative energy. Like it's being powered by the portal. One could maybe call it an echo. He said the title. Sort of. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> Shot. The Very echo switches from speaking openly and begins to speak to you all in your minds. Uh -huh. This isn't going to hold forever. As far as I can tell, you've got two options. Don't think you're gonna like them. But facts are facts. Give up your memories that are in there maybe some more a sacrifice well i know for me a sacrifice about beyond measure i've got far too much memories that are important but it will sever the connection between the anchor and the portal you give up your memory the portal will have nothing to hold on to to keep it here and will dissipate that's what it's using as its holding place it's taken your memories and is using it to hold it in place if you give them up and no longer hold subconsciously onto them it will have nothing left to tether to. But you'll lose your memories forever. Or, as I really cleverly thought, because I knew Nora's not going to be a fan of that option. Well, I'm not going to be... Hey, you get what I mean. Accept the power given back 
from us stopping the binding spell and release Umbravor in its eldritch form. That doesn't sound like a very good idea. But we can give you something that could potentially destroy Umbravor and not just end this situation, but end Dreadstone forever. And that is? You can finally kill Umbravor, the power and the source of all of the creatures that have been attacking. And that item is? It would mean giving you back the power that what's left of these heroes are using to bind it in the form. Well, I think I can pass you on. I cannot explain to you in terms, well, maybe Nora, but it would take years for me to explain how the rest of you would use this. But if we all give you it at the same time, I think I can pass on my limited understanding of how this works to you all, and you will be able to use it together. Use it in what way? Also, don't underestimate them. They learned the basics of planar physics in about an hour. Just when I thought I couldn't be more offended. <laughs> you must bring you from a timeline where Nora didn't meet us, and it's the worst timeline. Yeah. It, it actually is. If, uh, if she is an echo of me, then she literally hasn't met oh. you. Wow. That's a, that's a, that's yeah. a loss. Um, real Nora's correct. I formed as soon as Nora passed through the bottle. Oh. <laughs> I feel a little bit sad for calling her real Nora. I'm like, it's, <laughs> it's really funny because then that Nora doesn't seem to give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> seems very like understanding and content in the situation that she's in. Um, it would be the anti anti bind, I guess you would be able to, instead of bind it, dismiss it. If we fail, we release it. If you fail, the world dies. But we had the backup plan you... that we were preparing back at the fort. Once it's out, it won't matter. It was bound and then came back, kind of. If he gets bound again, this might keep happening again. Precisely. It's the safer option, but yes. it's not the stable option. Or the unsafe option, and we were, but the one with the permanent ending. Well, we're just stagnating here anyway, so why put off the inevitable? The previous team that came down here had a cleric, but one focused on life. We've got one focused on death. We have a powerful necromancer. We have someone who's been working to stop the plague, even if you can't remember the details of it. And I'm not too shabby myself. I think we might have a chance where they did not. Take the other option, we'll never know. We'll forget and we'll just wander around here. I suppose it's better to take a risk, you know. 
We've already lost so much. To be clear, though, the the difference here is not just the lives of people at the Dreadstone Wall are going to continue to be shit for a while. This is, once again, the entire material plane that's at stake here. Is it selfish of us to want to not sacrifice? You know, we don't want to give up what we are, but... And who knows, maybe maybe someone might come and help us, you know? There are a lot of... This is, as we said, we didn't want people to know that there is adventure down here, but if it gets out, there might be other heroes, there might be a sliver of light out there somewhere. We probably stand the best chance of anyone. We're as well-researched, as well-equipped as anyone could be. There's an old saying, they were in the wrong time, wrong place at the wrong time, and naturally they became heroes, so might as well. I'm, I'm for, let's, let's finish this for the good of the realms. Nora just kind of winces slightly at the uh, the term heroes, like, like a bad smell. <laughs> I sort of like, just, just take it, you know, you get these titles put upon you, you know, hero, necromancer, the plague, you know, it's, you, you get what you're given. What is this? Oh, um, yeah, no, that's why I've been paranoid. When I was fighting back in Waterdeep, my fighting name was The Plague. So I'm still not convinced I'm not just like a haunted doll possessed by this thing. It, there's a lot going on here. I have no happy memories. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to turn, <laughs> just like, okay, and yeah. turn back to, to echo yeah. me. Talk me through exactly, I just want to be incredibly clear. How will you transfer the power to us? What power would you be giving to us? How would we use it to defeat Umbravor? I'm going to give you a way. You're going to love it and hate it at the same time because you're going to use it now, but you may never be able to use it again in your career. A spell that will take all far of you to cast. That. Well, none of you are powerful enough individually to do it, but you'll have to find something that's powerful enough to do it. But cast a true banishment, not some fake chancing anything like that this would get rid of it if it i don't know where it's from i can't figure out even really what it is but from what i understand it's the reverse effect of this bind it takes the concept of the bind and instead of trapping it pushes away i've got a limited understanding of how to cast it i can give that to you when we break the bind. But you can't be anywhere near this place when we break the bind. You need to be back in that fortress. Well, that's convenient because I'm assuming we'll need the ever-flowing font as the power source. I don't know what that is. Right, okay, Fair so enough. that's a universe that didn't they have They don't a have time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> we probably should go. <laughs> Just, yeah, I mean, yes. It's, it's risky, but... Can we communicate now that I that we know each other exists? 
once I leave. I stop. I die. Once I leave this room, you die. Well, if we break the sever and it takes all of my energy and everything from the portal. That thing is going to be ju juiced up to something we've never experienced. But it's the only way to stop it, truly. You're losing to win. Sorry. This is me, Nat, going, uh, Mike, my brain has gone blah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I was asking, like, how do we tell them, hello, we've reached safety now, do the thing. And also, I, like, how do... Yeah. Uh, I, I can also... I, I can leave a message. I, I can... I've got an item that lets me... Well, it's a thing I can do within a mile. I can leave a short message and trigger it when we're safe. That helps. A mile, and then run like hell. Yeah. The maths isn't great, and I don't like it either. This is the most vague I think I've ever been, or we've ever been in our life. Yes, I'm surprised that you actually have the capacity for it. It's infuriating. Mm. No, I hate it, but when I'm working with such limited information, plus, you know, like, an echo of your intelligence. Has it taken the memories from you as well? I'm, from what I can tell, just a sliver, like an imprint of who you are. I had a knee-jerk reaction, and that's as far as it got. Fair enough. It's not important. <sighs> Are we running? It turns out I missed a zero. It's actually ten miles, but yes, let's probably run. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, get, I turn around, and I come back, and now there's just slight blood on the side as I put something, put something down next to it. I'm like, there you go. Okay, that should that should give you a message in a little bit. At this point, although they've not really acknowledged you, you notice that all four of the heroes are looking at you and smiling. It's not like a gratitude smile. It's like a finally. Thank you for your, your assistance. We've done our best to protect the fortress. Um, best of luck in the next world. The two furthest away morph into like ethereal wisps and into the next two and those morph into another wisp together forming in one and those two into Nora all four of them forming into one around Nora Nora turns and looks at herself <sighs> I don't like this. And kind of gives you a nod and like turns back to focus. Before what she's doing. that happens, I just want, do I see, okay, does Moira see the the memories of the people in her spirit guardians that she doesn't really recognize the, the people in her, her family members? In that yeah. Episode? 
She's going to look at that, be a little kind of confused and kind of feel a bit pointed, but she doesn't remember them, so she doesn't know really what that connection is or if they're still alive. And then put the trust in her team and the people that she does remember that they'll be able to keep themselves safe or shift as many civilians and themselves out of this plane if they need to, and then turn to Nora and just nod. I think in, in the same vein, like, Sirius sees a memory. I'm not sure quite how this kind of visualizes, but um, he he kind of he remembers being happily married in Baldur's Gate, and then he remembers being in, um, you know, in the, in the in the fortress. He doesn't quite remember why he left if he was happily married. So he sees this one memory, and he's like, not entirely sure whether it's a good thing to get that one back. But you know, it better to be complete. And we'll kind of, um, perhaps like just while the stuff was going on, we'll have gone around to the four heroes and just placed a tool down, um, like just just an old tool. He, he doesn't quite remember where he got it, but he just thinks that it must have meant something to him because it's too old to have been useful. Just before we turn to go, Nora will look back at the portal and see the memory of her... Um, with her mum, her mother uh, dying of old age and holding her hand and thinking about her, her, so her human mother dying of old age, thinking, sitting there thinking about her father, who was an elf who looked no older, possibly about the same age as Nora, still, and who fucked off. And forgot about them a long time ago. And then remembering that that was a little pit of the feeling that she had with Adendra. And then we'll just turn and leave ready to go. Amorous gets such a quick glimpse of like, okay, that's that's that that's my family betraying me. That's the monster hunters not caring. That and then just has an image of her in woods wearing a long black dress, intentionally wearing like a witch's hat, holding a cat, <laughs> and basically giving someone advice. And then she just goes, "It's not me. It's not me." <sighs> uh, yeah. So be it. <clears throat> and gets prepared to turn. That's where we'll finish tonight. <laughs> thank you so much for sticking with us tonight lots of things happened feelings feelings oh. more feelings we never Trapped. get the picnic episode there was kissing there was kissing there was a little bit of joy one <laughs> sliver of joy <laughs> briefly all the darkness <laughs> that's all you get <laughs> but thank you so much for sticking out and listening to this beautiful group of players play a fantastic game. Um, if you enjoyed tonight, we play D&D every Monday and Tuesday from 6pm UK time. You can also join us on Fridays, um, again at 6pm UK time, for other RPGs. Um, all of our shows are streamed at twitch.tv slash RollTogetherRPG. And you can find all of our content archived at youtube.com slash RollTogetherRPG. There 
are also podcast versions of all of our shows available everywhere. Just search Roll Together and RPG and you'll find us. Um, and a massive thank you to our D20 Club on Patreon. Um, there'll be a link in chat now. Do join us. Every penny helps us make the content that we do. And a big thanks again to our sponsors and supporters. And don't forget, we're all over social media as Roll Together RPG. So it's easy as that. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Thank <laughs> you.